Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. On today, we are continuing to have conversations around the queendom care pillars. And those pillars are the body, mind, spirit, space, and money. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing mental wellness. I have a special guest. And before I read her bio, I just want to say that I love her transparency. I love the conversation that you're getting ready to hear. And my goal for this whole series is to help women find ways to implement self-care in each of these pillars daily. It is very important that we learn to make daily deposits into the areas of our lives that we want to see improved. So before I invite Twana on to talk about mental wellness, I do want to read her bio. Twana Anderson is the founder of the encouraging organization, When You Pray, author of Anxiety Is Not Me and creator of the Monumental Experience, a platform dedicated to providing online and hands-on resources for mental wellness. With an Associate of Applied Science degree under her belt and certification from Mental Health First Aid, she uses her knowledge and compassion to help spread awareness about mental wellness in her community. Twana's transparency about her own personal experience with mental health issues paired with her do it scared motto has helped propel much needed conversations in the community about the importance of mental wellness. Since beginning her work in the mental health field, she has created the Monumental Experience Expo that's hosted annually. Tawana has also received acknowledgement from awards from the city of Flint, including the Black Girls Rock Survivor Award, the 2019 Builder Award, and the Helping Others Healed Award. She currently resides in Flint, Michigan with her two daughters. And now here's my conversation with Tawana. Welcome to the podcast, Tawana. How are you? Hey, thank you. I'm doing pretty good. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. Just to reiterate, this is our Queendom Care podcast series. And on this series, we are covering five pillars that I feel like is very pivotal for women to... Um, help build up their practice and self-care. And the mental aspect is so important, okay? It's like at the top of the list because I feel like a lot of times we go through life um, not really catering or honing in onto our mental health. And so I'm so happy that you're on the podcast today to get to share some things, share some uh, resources that you have. And yeah, I'm excited. So (laughs) can you tell us about Tawana? Tell us who you are and a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so um, as you stated, my name is Tawana. I'm a mother of two daughters, and I'm from Flint, Michigan. Um, a couple years back, I had a mental health, I had a, a mental breakdown, 
And that's how I started my journey into the mental health world. Um, I had no clue about mental health. Me and my family didn't. Um, so we've been kind of just learning as we go. I was diagnosed with PTSD, generalized anxiety disorder, and depression. And um, it, it totally wrecked my family. And um, we've been learning and um, taking this journey day by day. Um, it's been tough, but we've, we've been digging in and learning as much as we can so that we can help educate others. I just wrote a book called Anxiety Is Not Me, which is 60 tips to help deal with anxiety and depression. And they're all things that I used or either, um, you know, learned about during my journey. Um, we've also created a couple events called the uh, Monumental Experience, which is an expo that brings community resources um, regarding mental health all in one spot for free. And then we also do mental health in the church, which is um, where we bring in, where we're trying to break the stigma with just pray, but to also pray and go get a therapist and know that yes. that's okay. <laughs> That is so good. I And I actually have your book, Anxiety Is Not Me. And that book is really good. You go through a lot of different practical steps. And it's a quick read. I do like that. You could almost like read a page a day or however you want to implement the book. But let me just ask you, when you found yourself going through some things mentally, let's be honest, we're kind of apprehensive when it comes to finding ways to take care of our health. And like you said, we do pray and things like that. But sometimes we do need to go seek therapy and find ways to help us um, with our mental health. So how was it for you? What actually was that defining moment where you said, I need more than just prayer or, or I need more than just me trying to figure this out on my own? How did you take that step to actually seek the help that you needed? Um, it took a minute because, you know, my family, we, we're, um, we have a strong Christian base. We're in the church heavy. And so, you know, prayer is the first thing that, that was said, you know, and, and I did it and I was praying and, you know, not saying nothing was changing, but I, I still didn't catch a break. I just broke down and finally told my family like, hey, I need to get a therapist. You know, first it was the, oh, we don't need therapists. You know, we handle everything at home. And, you know, um, I stepped out on my own and I just did it. You know, I, um, I asked a couple friends that I knew that had therapists and I went with one that was through word of mouth and um, that lady literally saved my life because as I said, I knew nothing about mental health and she, she broke everything down for me and was able to just help me in that season where I didn't know if I was coming or going. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And you know what? I'm still trying to find one. <laughs> I'm looking, I've been um, doing my research trying to find a therapist, but I do feel like it is so important that even if you don't feel like you have a mental health condition or you're struggling with some things mentally, I feel like it's still important that we have that space to express ourselves, really find out the things that we're holding on to. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but how does your family support you through this process? I know that you have two daughters and family mm -hmm. How did they support you on this process and this journey? Uh, my family is super supportive. Like I said, at first it was the communication barriers. They would say the wrong things, but they were saying it out of love. They didn't know that those things were like hurting me or breaking me down, you know, or making me feel less than. But, you know, after going to therapy, um, my dad even, you know, he was saying he would be willing to go see a, to see a therapist and he, he was totally against it, you know, but, um, <laughs> Anything I needed during that time, they was there. I mean, hospital visits, I, when I first got diagnosed, well, before I was diagnosed, I was dragging my family to ER every single day because I thought I was dying. And they would sit out there with me for hours. You know how long it is at early ER, <laughs> if you've ever had to go there. But um, And they would go with me and they would sit and they would 
get the it's nothing wrong with you you're fine you know and then we would go home and you know we would deal with it um my kids are amazing at first I was scared to tell them what I was going through but in going through therapy she said kids need to know that you're human and that everything is not always okay you know I would go in my room I would cry I would shut my door and come out like oh mommy's fine and um I stopped you know if I was having a bad day I'd be like hey babes you know mom's having a bad day my anxiety is horrible today or however I was feeling I would tell them and they you know they would kind of try to cater to me and most of the times kids kids know when you're not at your normal self so I'm just oh very open with my children so that they know that some days I'm not okay and it's God forbid they need to call an ambulance or, you know, they know what to do, you know. So I feel it's very important to be honest with your kids about whatever you're going through, you know, in moderation. You yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they, little people know and they, they feel the vibes in the house, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So you have a lot of things such as your book. You have the co-founder of When You Pray and your monumental experience. So what, I mean, cause that takes courage. That really takes a lot of courage for <laughs> you to say, let me share my experience with the world. Like I said before, a lot of us in the black community, we're not that open to share our personal experiences in fear of being judged, in fear of just a lot of things. And so I do admire you stepping out. In your book, I read something that said, um, do it, do it scared. Is that what do you Do it scared, yeah. Do it scared. Girl, I've been trying to hold on to that. Just do it scared. Yes. <laughs> what gave you the the push? I mean, okay, I know you said do it scared, but still, sometimes that fear is so strong, it actually holds you back from doing it. But you come up with all these ways for people to heal. What gave you that desire to just go out there and do it? Honestly, um, it was my mom. Um, she came up with that that phrase, do it scared. I actually I even have it tattooed on me because if you I don't know if you ever had anxiety attack or mental breakdown or anything, but it literally feels like you don't know if you're coming or going. And um one day she was like, You just gotta do it. Like you just gotta do it scared. You you're still a mom, you know, you still work. There's still things that has to be done. It was kinda to one of those tough love conversations <laughs> and do it scared is not easy. I don't want people to think that it's it's literally the hardest thing ever because you got to think if you're in the middle of a mental breakdown and we went on a family trip, I had to fly. Anxiety was on 10 million, but I'm like, I have to do it. Like, I, it's just like self-talk. It's just constant self-talk. Like, I got to do it. I got to go to work. I have to work these eight hours. I have to feed my children. You know, so it's just like constantly self-talking and encouraging yourself to to do it. And and I did so many things terrified, you know, um, in the beginning because I didn't have a choice, you know. Yeah. We would leave ER and then I, in the morning I would get up and go to work. And I would struggle through work till I got home and took care of my kids. And I went to bed like that was my life for like eight months. So literally just, I just was like, okay, I got to go to work. Wow. So okay, you had to give struggle up through that, work. that uh, prep conversation. Like, okay, yeah. listen, listen, we got this. We can do this. That's really and some good. days you fail. Some days it's like, no, I'm not getting out of bed today. And you have to be okay with that. Um, that part of doing the scared is knowing that hey I can't today I have to, I literally have to lay here you know mm-hmm. it's just it's learning yourself and and pushing yourself you know as far as you can but not breaking yourself you know right so I do I thank my mother for that because she she gave me that uh that's I don't want to say slogan but that mm-hmm. saying and and it, it really has helped me at my core <laughs> that's really good that's good and just to have a support system like that is also very yeah. helpful. Now, 
in your book, Anxiety Is Not Me, you do have a lot of practical things for people to do. What's something that you would recommend at the top of the list for you? Like if someone is experiencing anxiety or they're going through some things and they just can't break through that mindset Mm -hmm. or something, what's something that you would recommend? Can you give us just a few practical tips to help benefit the listeners? Yes, um, definitely at the top of the list for me is the five senses. Look for something you can see, smell, taste, touch. What's our other sense? Hear. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's our senses? <laughs> um, I literally would go outside and count cars. My job was by the highway. And when I felt myself getting real amped up, like to where I couldn't breathe or anything, I would literally go outside and the highway was right there. And I would be like, red Honda, black Buick, Tahoe. GMC, you know, it, and it's mm. like, it, it, it makes you focus so much on what you're doing that it kind of subsides the um, anxiety attack. Um, chewing gum helps. It's like, it, it helps with your breathing. Um, essential oils help. Um, I keep them in my desk. Um, I have lavender. I have this one called Stress Away. And if I'm having attacks, you know, I'll just put them on and I kind of smell them some days. I got my hands so far out my nose. It's like, <laughs> give you a minute, you know. Right. But definitely the senses one, that one helps because it, it, it snaps you out of it really fast. Because you're, it's like you got to shift your mind to focus on something else. That's good. Do you feel like the things that we could be watching or things that we listen to could have an effect on our mindset or our mental health? Is there anything that you suggest or recommend people do when it comes to like when it comes to television and because I mean like the news I can't watch the news right now I just can't do it it's too much going on in the world gets me all emotional and uh, it just I just can't do news but also radio like there are some things on the radio as far as listening to music things like that some of those things feed your spirit and sometimes the consumption of those things are not benefiting us do any of those things help when it comes to like listening to podcasts or listening to uh, motivational things? Do those things help you as well? Yes, absolutely. Like, um, I can't watch like I can't watch scary movies. I I think it all depends on what your triggers are as far as if you if you're dealing with the mental illness. I don't watch things that scare me. I don't. I can't watch the news. Um, I, I get updates from like my mom or something. I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, I, just, I can't, it, it, it terrifies me, you know, especially, you know, with all this pandemic and stuff like that. Sometimes stuff on social media triggers me. So I, I do shy away from those things. Um, well, not social media, but I, those pages. Yes, I listen to um, like soft tones to go to sleep. Mm. Um, I like to listen to, to gospel music. You know, it feeds the soul. I do like listening to podcasts. Um, some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> definitely, definitely stuff that's motivational, things that that helps your spirit. Um, my friend just sent me this playlist. It's all it's a it's all positive affirmations. Um, things like that totally helps your spirit, and and it helps to put you in a better mood. Sometimes I have to watch something funny. Like I don't want to think. I just want something to make me laugh. You yes. know, as we know, laughing helps. <laughs> you know, get yes, you out it does. of there you know, depressed state. So definitely all things positive. Um, music, I would say stay away from TV. Definitely. <laughs> definitely the news. The you news. know, the news is yes, horrible. Yes, the news is so, <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like, like, what am I watching? And then sometimes you get so sucked in and your spirit comes down and mm-hmm. you feel sad and all this thing. Oh, okay. So no, like, listen, I have been binge watching. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had okay. this to, so you know that I have been binge watching power. Now I've seen it before. But I'm like, I want to start from the beginning 
and you know watch it and we you watch power right uh-huh. you know how horrible some of those things i literally start having nightmares thinking somebody was going to kill me because i had been watching so much killing oh, you know goodness. and it was yeah i was like i'm gonna stop this i'm not gonna uh. watch this anymore <laughs> you know yeah I, I literally noticed my sleep patterns change because i was binge watching that show with all that violence in it yeah so, so it's, yeah it's, oh i get it some things <laughs> i just can't watch like Mm-hmm. Like you said, a scary movies, I cannot do anything scary, no <laughs> horror. I stay away from any of those things because, it, you know, I feel like that stuff gets into your spirit. And some it things does. I just don't want to even allow to come into my space. So I stay away from things like that. However, one thing that works for me when it mm-hmm. comes to my mind and my mental health is working out. Like that to me is a whole mood changer. And I just feel like there's such a huge connection when it comes to the body and the mind. There's this strength that both can build up simultaneously. So when I work out, I feel stronger mentally. And I don't know if that's really a connection, but how do you feel about that? It's a, it's a total connection. Um, one of my favorite quotes I have it right here says, um, exercise not only changes your body, it changes your mind, your attitude, and your mood. Um, they say one of the best medicines, one of the best medicines for mental health is exercise. It wow. totally, it totally changes. Um, it's actually in one of my presentations. But it's um, it, even if you can get in twenty to thirty minutes. Like I notice when I'm not working out. Like I say, I don't even work out to lose weight anymore. I work out for my sanity. Like I literally work out to to keep myself calm and level. So I think it's one hundred percent. Um, working out is definitely correlation with your uh, mental health (laughs) yeah absolutely body is my first pillar that i try to live by so the -hmm. first thing that i try to do is get to moving right because i know if i can get to moving i can change my state my my physical state and my mental state so i have to work out i have to get a run in a lithical exercise something to get my heart rate up and i just feel like i can conquer so much more with with just moving my body and i feel like it's so yeah, I think it's so amazing how our mind and our body have so much, um, it has such a strong connection. So yes, working out. Okay, so Tawana, before I let you go, I do want you, I know you shared some practical tips with us on uh, ways that women can actually help with their anxiety and their mental health or mental wellness, but can you share something else with us, something that we can put into practice every single day? Because I do believe that in order to be strong in any area, we have to make daily deposits of what we want in our life every single day. Not just one day, not just one day a week, but trying to incorporate something into our life to make it a lifestyle so we can reap the rewards of that thing. So can you share that we could take and do this every single day? Yes, I can. Before I get to that, I want to say two what we eat too um because i found that with anxiety and depression eating chocolate and um caffeine and things like that those those they they amplify your anxiety um really? and they're both things that i love yes <laughs> yeah chocolate minute. and caffeine yes <laughs> chocolate and caffeine mm-hmm. can actually get that anxiety roused up yes wow. my therapist told me to stay away from it all the time and i'm like but I love these chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> so, oh, so wow. yes, definitely try to limit those if you notice yourself having um, a lot of panic attacks and things like that. Um, definitely the caffeine. Okay, so on that note, is there anything that, that we can eat that will help with that? Like, you know, that will slow it down? Do you know of anything? No, but I know that magnesium helps. That's a pill. Um, 
and please anybody that's listening could you know consult with your doctor but magnesium was i used to help me even get off um xanax which is a anxiety med um the doctors were telling me no people make magnesium this super drug and it don't work and i'm like well if i can take xanax let me try this magnesium out it's a vitamin you know exactly and i was taking xanax three to four times a day to function and i literally now only take as needed if i have you know a really bad attack Mm -hmm. but i take the magnesium twice a day and it has totally helped me (laughs) so wow that's that's good you know what i have heard great things about magnesium i actually um Mm -hmm. Just to share a little personal story, I was diagnosed with preeclampsia with um, my baby girl, and mm-hmm. she didn't make it, but they want to issue me blood pressure medication, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, I know there's some different things out there that you can take, because I don't want to get on these meds. You know, I'm like, I work out, I know I can get healthy again, so I don't want to be stuck on taking medication. So I, I actually um, went to a um, health, one of those okay, special no, doctors. No, no. Yes, I know it's holistic, holistic doctor. <laughs> yeah, and um, they were talking to me about magnesium, and I took that, and it actually lowered my blood pressure medicine. Today, I'm no longer on anything, but which is a blessing. But yeah. magnesium, I I know it's I know it works wonders. <laughs> so I know yes. <laughs> that's good. Okay, <laughs> so you said to leave you with something. I first want to say too. Um, I know we always feel like we have to do something, but um, rest is also part of minding your mental. Um, We get so busy with our to-do list and, you know, church and work and our private businesses um, that we're constantly on the go. And sometimes just resting, spending the day with yourself, watching TV, doing whatever it is that you enjoy is enough to give you that reboot um, mentally. So don't always get in the habit of feeling like you have to do something. Sometimes doing nothing is enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got that I'm bad. That. <laughs> I'm I have that bad. I'm like, you know what? When I have a day off, I don't even feel right. I'm like, I gotta be doing something because I'm so used to being like moving or doing something or being busy, right? Like sometimes we just right. fill our time with being busy, and you are so right about that. Taking that time out and that rest, yeah. And then you know that's the reason why Queendom Care came into fruition mm-hmm. because of that. Because of during that break in COVID. I didn't have nothing to do. <laughs> and I was like, dang, I really don't take care of myself. I don't take care of my right. body. I don't take care of my mind, my spirit. All these things are lacking tremendously. And so I started, you know, incorporating things in each area every day just to feed that that pillar, the body, mm-hmm. the mind, spirit, space, and money. Feed those every single day, just a little bit of something so that, you know, I could gain that strength. If something was to come at me, I know I could withstand that storm right you can stand it yeah yeah so um i'll leave you guys with the five key steps to a healthy monument to experience let's go <laughs> <laughs> um the, the first one is therapy and as you stated you don't have to have a mental condition you don't have to have you know years of trauma it could it could just be to keep you balanced there's so many resources therapy for blackgirls.com you can go to nami.org and there's a lot of places where you can um, go to find a therapist. And word of mouth is, is perfect. Literally, if you ask someone, like, hey, do you know of a therapist, somebody I can see? It's some, they, they know somebody. They can refer <laughs> somebody. <laughs> um, the second is prayer and meditation. Um, I know we all have different faith walks and things like that. But whether you pray or meditate, whichever, you know, make sure that's part of your daily self-care, whatever that may look like for you. Um, for for me, that may be resting. It may it could be coloring. It could be shopping. <laughs> um, 
you know, whatever, you know, you need just to take care of you. Massages, massage therapy is great. Um, massages, if most people don't know, your insurance will cover that. Um, if you go to a, a chiropractor's office, you don't have to get adjusted or anything like that, but they, your insurance will cover a massage, mm -hmm. an hour and a half massage. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and, and exercising, as you stated, exercise and yoga. Yoga is amazing. I know some people have their feelings about yoga, but um, you get what you want out of the practice, you know. Um, and journaling, writing down every day, you know, how you feeling, why you feel that way, what you need. Um, and then being able to go back and look at that, you know, and see how far you've come. Or you can also identify what your triggers are. So those five things have totally helped me to sustain my mental. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's go through it again. Therapy. Yep. Number one yep. was therapy. Prayer. Number two. Mm -hmm. Prayer and meditation. Prayer and meditation. Self-care. Self-care. Whatever that looked like for you. Whatever that looked like for you. Okay. Everybody's different. Uh -huh. um, exercising and yoga. Exercising and yoga. And, and journaling. Journaling. I love it. That is really good. And it's, none of that's hard. I mean, you know, it's none of it. Yeah. None of it's hard. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Thank you for sharing that with us. I yeah, really no appreciate that. Thank you for being a guest on the Natural Hair Education Podcast. I know it's a hair podcast, y'all, but like I said before, this is to strengthen our whole self, not just our hair. <laughs> we have right. to strengthen the whole body. With that, Tawana, can you let us know where they can find you at? Are you on Instagram, Facebook, website? Drop all your tags. <laughs> if you can find me on Facebook, I'm under Tawana Anderson. That's T-A-W-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. Last name is Anderson. A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. On Instagram, I'm Hey Tawana. H-E-Y-T-A-W-A-N-N-A. And also my website is monumentalexperience.com. And there you have it. Make sure you all follow Tawana on Instagram. She has an amazing Instagram page, very uplifting and inspiring. Go follow her on Instagram. The conversation I just had with Tawana was very, very, very good. It was very needed. I feel like a lot of us in the Black community can really appreciate this conversation. And that is my goal, to continue, continuously bring you all information and knowledge and, and, and even tips and tools that you can do to apply to your daily lives right now so that we can improve our overall queendom care pillars. That's our body, our mind, our spirit, space, and our money. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your comments, your views, your shares. I really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I do want to say that in the past couple of weeks, I did hear, hit a thousand downloads. And so I want to say thank you for those who are listening to the podcast and sharing the podcast. Until next time, y'all, let's continue to educate, empower, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I'll see you all on next week. And thank you for listening.